Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. Welcome to the show. We've got an amazing guest today. I'm here. Uh, and happy to be here with James Gluting, Executive Director of Inspired Performance. James, welcome to the show. Hey, Phil. Thank you so much for having me on today. Um, somebody connected me to James and the cool things that you're doing. So we just, you know, connected via text and got this set up. And then I ran into you at a monthly breakfast meeting, which <laughs> I did. go to. And now you go to as well. So that was cool to meet you. And um, I'm excited to have you on the show. I loved speaking with James so much before we got on air. I was like, I can't wait to get this guy on air. But anyway, James, tell us a little bit about yourself and Inspired Performance. Yeah, so um, really I've been in business for probably about 26 years and uh, so very passionate about um, making money and success and and achieving. Um, and then over the course of really pursuing a relationship with God, God began to give me a, a heart for ministry. And as I began to follow the call of God on my life, I ended up in uh, pastoral ministry for almost 10 years. And um, and then eventually moved into starting this nonprofit called Inspired Performance, um, which really came out of kind of pursuing that intimate relationship with God. And God began to reveal that there was a call on my life to teach people the spiritual side of success mm-hmm. and to inspire every Christian to live as a missionary to culture. So I'm really passionate about helping people um, share their story um, of, of experiencing Christ and also helping people take their next steps in Christ to fulfill the plan, the destiny, and the dream that God has for them. Okay. A lot to that. So helping people to live out what they're doing in a way that in a uh, missions focused way and then break down a little bit more the spiritual side to success yeah well i think you know the primary purpose of our lives is is to know god the bible says eternal life is to know god and then we know in ephesians 2 10 it talks about he has uh, good works for us to complete and we want to make sure to complete those Um, and then of course we want to become like christ Um, and be conformed into his image. And so we want to love like him. We want to serve like him. We want to demonstrate in a tangible way the love of God through serving others. And so it's just knowing that as we really pursue an intimate relationship with God, out of that intimate place, God begins to reveal the plan, the destiny, the purpose, Mm. the dream. Um, We don't have to like aimlessly wander through life trying to figure out what the purpose is. But too many of us do because we never really understand that that the purpose of life is to know God. We're on the planet to know God. And the Bible says eternal life is to know God, meaning that the moment you truly give your life to Christ as Lord and Savior, eternal life begins. It's not something where we spend eternity in heaven with God. Uh, it's something that happens the moment mm-hmm. that you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, place your faith and trust in him, believe that God raised him from the dead on the third day. Everything changes in your life. And at that moment, through the seed, the incorruptible seed of God's word, there's a dream placed in your life. That, that uh, the Bible talks about, you know, Christ, really the spirit of Christ being the, um, 
the incorruptible seed, well, in a seed has all the DNA mm-hmm. for the plant, whether it's a watermelon seed, it can grow a watermelon. But there are certain things that we have to do, you know, to that seed of salvation. We have to water it, right? We have to, we need the dirt of circumstances. We need the sunshine of his presence. We need the water of the word of God in our lives. And so there's things that we need to do <clears throat> to be able to kind of grow into that oak of righteousness, the Bible says. And Isaiah uh, 61, and and really display the glory and splendor of God. I love that. And whatever you're, you know, he, we're all made in his image. Right. And we are made with unique gifts and talents and abilities that he gave us. And so when we come to know him, and I love that you said that, it's not like I'm not sitting around waiting to die to go to heaven. I'm living the kingdom of God now. And there's things he has for me to do. And I'm going to do them all for his glory. So golly, there's all these different things we're to be walking forward and doing, whether it's running or the, the act of running our businesses and our vocation or being an employee. And the way we do that is part of our mission and glorifying him. Um, and that's so cool. Yeah. And, you know, one of the goals, too, of Inspire Performance is to really kind of tear down that wall, that invisible wall between the secular and the sacred. Mm. And when you truly have a passionate, intimate relationship with God, it should spill over into everything that you do. You know, it should affect the way you the way you run your business, the way you run your home, the way you serve in the community. Um, it should affect every conversation that you have. Naturally, nobody has to guilt you into being a good witness for Christ. It's, it's just you're so passionate about it. Um, it just naturally affects everything, the way you walk, the way you talk. And, um, and, and and really, I tell people all the time, if your life is not the most exciting, awesome, scary adventure you could ever be on as a Christian, you're not doing it right, and mm. Inspired Performance wants to help you do it right. I love that. So let's talk about some of the, the, the specific ways it does that. One of them is a prayer breakfast. Yes. Right? Which will be monthly. Yeah. We're uh, starting at the Gainesville Civic Center on Wednesday, February 7th at 6.30 to 8.00. And uh, our goal really is to invite out um, all seven gates of influence, per se. There's seven uh, spheres of influence that really control every city, county, every state, every nation, every country in the world. That's government, that's business, education, media, arts, entertainment family and religion. And so our goal really is to invite out all the influential people in all seven gates of influence to come together for prayer, for teaching, for discipleship, um, for fellowship, for networking, um, to really um, unite as the church, um, bring down denominational walls, and uh, and lift up the name of Jesus. Because really, uh, the people coming to this prayer breakfast, we have so many amazing people in government and business that have signed up. It's been incredible to see, are really the city gatekeepers. And um, and we re- really want, with their help, to really begin to build back the walls of morality around our community. Okay. So, uh, Wednesday, February 7th, 6.30 a.m. at the Civic Center. Yep. It's free to register, and then go to the uh, our website, inspiredperformance.org, O-R-G, and just hit the uh, prayer breakfast tab and sign up. And uh, Milton Martin Toyota is sponsoring the event. And Long Street is uh, providing breakfast, so there's no cost. You know, that sounds like a wonderful event. Sounds like something you want to go to. And then when the listeners hear Long Street breakfast, right. attendance just went up by another 50%. Yeah, I, I say Long Street is the spiritual capital of Hall County. And so if you're going to heaven, you're probably going to have to pass through uh, Long <laughs> Street at some point. So, All right, so inspiredperformance.org is where they go to sign up. 
Perfect. And this is going to be a monthly recurring It event. will be, yes. Okay. Every month. The first Wednesday of each month. The first Wednesday of every month. Is this going to kick off right at 6.30? Is there going to be a little milling around and then... Yeah, we'll, we'll start off with breakfast. So they'll, be, they'll, they'll get their food. They'll have some fellowship, uh, meet a lot of incredible <clears throat> people. There's just so many amazingly successful uh, people that are coming that love the Lord, uh, that want to be a part of something. And it's just really trying to um, gather as much influence uh, as we can here in the county for um, building God's kingdom. I love it. We, on the show, we, you know, we talk to a lot of business people, business leaders running businesses or in realms that are ancillary to and affecting business. And I strive to make this something that adds value to people running their businesses so to help them in that. And I want people to have successful businesses. Um, but there is no amount of professional success which will make up for not living out your true purpose and calling on this earth. Now, if you are doing that, and you're following your ultimate maker, then there's a lot of things to do to utilize, you know, be in the space he, he made you. But um, got to have our priorities correct. Well, we do, because when we stand before him one day and give an account for our lives, you know, he's not going to say, you know, good and, you know, well done, good and successful servant. <laughs> he, he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant, but only to those that were faithful to what to do what he called them to do. Right. So it's not just about doing good things. Um, it's really about being obedient to the now proceeding word of God. And I think for too many of us, Phil, we've, we've, uh, uh, we've really um, settled for hearing God secondhand. And mm. so one of the things we're going to teach people at our breakfast will be to encounter the voice of the Holy Spirit for themselves. All right. I love that. Let's pick back up with that after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. If you want to be a high performer in any arena, boy, it helps to have a great coach. I know it sure has helped me uh, in many aspects of my life. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I am your host, Phil Benelli, here with James Gluting, Executive Director of Inspired Performance. James, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Phil. Uh, before, in the last episode, we were talking about the prayer breakfast, which again, is going to occur the first Wednesday of every month, beginning Wednesday, February 7th, from 6.30 to 8 a.m. at the Gainesville Civic Center. And um, you can sign up at inspired, that's past tense, inspiredperformance.org. So the, the, the mission is, is, is awesome of what you're doing. This prayer breakfast is one part of it, and coaching is another big part of it. Tell us about that. Yeah, it is. And so um, our real goal is to lead people into a place of convergence. Convergence would be defined as the place where the call of God, the gift of God, and the anointing of God all come together. That's like your sweet spot. That's when you're really doing what you're born to do, what God's called you to do at peak performance 
with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So there's a lot of people that find their calling. There's a lot of people that operate in their gift. Um, but the reason we call it inspired performance is the word inspired is all about bre- to breathe upon. And we know that the Holy Spirit is the breath of God. And when God breathes on your performance um, with his anointing and his empowerment, that's when you start to do things that you know you're not capable of doing. And mm. so it's not just about achieving, you know, success, you know, outwardly, but ultimately it's about pleasing God, glorifying God, and br- and finding that place of fulfillment, finding that place of contentment. Um, you know, I've learned that the only thing life really has to offer you is a high or an upgrade. You know, the high wears off, the upgrade wears out. And so at <laughs> some point, you know, I know in my life, I, I started making hundreds of thousands of dollars and and I just started to ask the question, there has got to be more. There's got to be more than me looking forward to my next vacation. What new car I'm going to buy, you know, what new house I'm going to build, you know. And so, um, and I even realized uh, when I was newly married and had a son on the way about 18 years ago, even as a Christian, I wondered, you know, uh, there's got to be more. I, I, I actually felt guilty. I had success. I had everything. And I just had this thought that, you know, um, I'm just so discontented with my life. And, and that's really when God began to lead me to a place of real intimacy with him, um, redefining the purpose of my life. And so through coaching, we're going to help people discover their purpose um, and really begin to understand what, what are your practical next steps to encountering God, um, to finding that peace and fulfillment, um, the abundant life, really, that Christ died to give us and place within us the day we got saved that most people, most Christians are not experiencing. The reason I know we're not is because we're not affected in the culture. Um, and that's really what I'm passionate about is leading as many people uh, into convergence as I can, because ultimately what that will do, Phil, is manifest the kingdom of God on the earth. You know, the Bible says in the book of Romans, I believe it is, that the whole earth is waiting on a manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. That's really when we come into sonship and daughtership and begin to manifest the kingdom of God, first in us by doing his will, God having his way in us, and then having his way around us, you know, affecting the workplace, affecting our families, you know, his kingdom come, his will be done. And that is a a place of fulfillment like nothing else. Um, And a place where we can have through, through perseverance and obedience, we grow the fruits of the spirit, like joy and peace. And those um, really uh, are what, what allow us to be satisfied and content, even though we're dealing with situations that are, you know, um, difficult and challenging. Um, And that's when others begin to see a difference about us. Mm. If you are out there and you're like, I don't, I'm not feeling any purpose in my life. I am, boy, this is resonating with me. Come to the breakfast. If you can't come to the breakfast, go to the website. It's got how you can connect with James on there, which trust me, you really want to do. He's a great fella. Um, So don't just sit there and be in your uh, realm of discontent and feeling of meaninglessness. There is more. There's a whole lot more. Um, And, you know, he really... He is the more. God is the more. Yep. And and we want to teach people how to truly encounter God. I never wanted to be in full-time ministry, Phil. Matter of fact, my one of my best friends even said to me one day, he's like, I thought, I remember you telling me you never wanted to be in full-time ministry. But what happened is as I began to really 
encounter God, um, he began to put desires in my heart. You know, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart, meaning he'll put them in there. And so mm-hmm. the next thing I, I know, I realized that I had a passion for leading people into uh, what God had for them. Really, discipleship is my passion. And I just want to raise up as many spiritual fathers in the faith as I can, because um, faith is not transferring from generation to generation. It's just not. And I heard a term years ago that bothered me, Phil. Um, they were, it was a missionary to Germany, and they used the terminology um, that, James, you have to understand that Germany is a post-Christian nation. I said, hang on a second, what? What did you say? Germany is a post-Christian nation. I've never heard that term. What does that mean? And they said, well, you have to see, see, Christianity came and went. Mm. And I said, I said, it came and went. Why? Because it wasn't transferring from one generation to the next, from the spiritual fathers to the spiritual sons, because there was a lack of discipleship. A lot of salvations, right? But lack of discipleship. People mm. are getting rooted, planted, and growing and manifesting the kingdom of God. So when I heard that, I said, and, I, and I'm watching what's happening in our culture, and, um, and I just decided to start Inspired Performance because I could not sit on the sidelines of history, watch our culture go to hell and not do anything. Mm. You know, one in four high school students no longer identify as heterosexual. Mm. And they're con- a lot of them are confused. Why? Because the enemy has done a better job of discipling our kids than the church has. And so I want to empower the church, which is you and I, to take back culture. Um, so obviously that's what Inspire Performance is all about, impacting the culture. Mm. I love it. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's the, as we mentioned, there's room for passion and God wants you to be fired up. There's great things out there for you. Sometimes... We are so blessed to live in the United States of America in 2024. Uh, there's so many uh, material good things. I won't call them blessings per se, but life, we don't know, you know, hunger and want. And we have so many um, wonderful things that there's nothing wrong with. God gave us our senses and, and he, he made us to enjoy art and to to love music and good food and all these things. But we can allow those things to be what we think will satisfy us. And sometimes a material abundance gets in our way of what's really important. It, it really does. We find our identity in it at times. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for me, I tried finding my identity in status, you know, or position or title. You know, even as a pastor, I found myself trying to get my affirmation, you know, from these things. And really, we need to get our affirmation from God. And what I realized and, and what God showed me is that when you're truly born again, you have a brand new nature. We have the same nature as Jesus Christ, meaning that God feels the same way about us as he does about Jesus all of the time. And because we have a new nature, no longer having a sin nature, we are no longer what we do, right? Mm. So our behavior is not who we are, it's what we do. So we may act in a way that's not pleasing to God, but we are always pleasing to God because we have a brand new divine nature, the Bible says. And so I, here I am trying to get affirmation, trying to buy things to affirm myself, trying to achieve things to affirm myself, trying to prove myself to my father or to my boss or whatever it might be, realizing that I've had the affirmation of a father this whole time. And the enemy doesn't want me to figure this out. He wants me to consistently try to achieve 
achieve, find my identity in anything but being a beloved son of God in whom he's well pleased. Mm. And um, that that revelation really changed my life, you know, and um, trying not to achieve something I already have um, and, and, and through works, you know, uh, when I can rest in who I am in Christ, it was an absolute game changer for me. Well, I love that, that we're out chasing so many things. And we care about performance. Obviously, this ministry is called Inspired Performance. But it's so freeing when you realize, I don't really have to... So much of what I'm chasing is letting go and accepting and that I already have. I'm not looking to earn anything. I'm just looking to live out this abundant calling because of what has been given to me. We're going to be back after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. get to where you are now and where do you want to be welcome back to north georgia business radio bikes i am your host phil benelli here with my new good friend james gluting of inspired performance uh james i'd love to hear a little bit about how did you get here we we were learning about what's inspired performance what is the heart of it i know you have a a business background tell us your story yeah so um, really, I think my whole life changed in 2007 as I was really pursuing God, really wanting to please God and encountering Him in, a, in just a phenomenal way. And so in, in, in a season of my life where we were very successful, we were making hundreds of thousands of dollars, and the Holy Spirit asked me a question, and it was, can I withdraw my hand of blessing on your life and you still trust me? Mm. And what ensued is seven horrible, insane years. Mm. Uh, we ended up uh, losing our home, foreclosure, both cars repossessed. Uh, we ended up um, having to sell all our furniture, um, all, uh, all my wife's wedding ring. Wow. Um, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. Um, I ended up losing our health insurance, and I ended up being sick. And I was at the uh, Good News Clinic here in Gainesville. Praise God for that amazing wow. place. Um, sitting next to a homeless guy trying to get a prescription because I didn't have any insurance and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. It was a three-year illness. Mm. Um, it got so bad, we were actually here at a local food pantry at our, our church for four months getting a box of food, and I couldn't understand what was what was happening. Why was God allowing me to go through this? Now, the one thing I didn't mention was on a fast with my church earlier that year, um, I felt the Holy Spirit show me that one day you're going to teach people the spiritual side of success. Um, I wasn't asking God for a dream. I, I was just on a fast at a business success seminar in Phillips Arena, minding my own business. And that's when the Holy Spirit began to speak with me. And it, it absolutely changed my life. But then all of a sudden, it was such a contrast because I went from being very successful, obeying God, enjoying Him and, and trying to obey Him. And then here I was, um, really a complete laughingstock and, and embarrassment to even to the church, a lot of people in the church were like, well, you're doing something wrong, right? Uh, my, 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 my parents walked away from me. Uh, my father was so upset. He, he literally said, you know, your mother said you're dead to, 
to her. Mm. I mean, it was traumatic. It was seven horrible years of just trusting God and hanging on to that promise that one day I would teach people the spiritual side of success, um, not trying hard not to give in to the temptation, not to be mad at God, offended at God, hurt at God. Um, I didn't win that battle a lot of days, mm. but I tell you, I would just somehow, by His grace, I would get up, stay in the Word, stay in church, keep trying to do what I knew was right, and just keep confessing that promise, you know, that God had a plan, He had a purpose, and that one day I would teach people the spiritual side of success. And and really, um, after seven years of experiencing that, on a prayer walk, I felt the Holy Spirit say, you're coming out of this season. And that's when everything changed. I literally was getting my, my last food stamp check from DFACS um, and living with my mother-in-law. It was insane um, to, to pastoring in one of the greatest churches in America here at Free Chapel in Gainesville, Georgia, um, and began to pastor over the, a number of years, hundreds and hundreds of small groups and outreach teams began to teach in their school of discipleship, the spiritual side of success. So really Inspire Performance is now just moving outside the church, okay. doing all of the same things I was doing within the church. Um, my goal is to make disciples of all nations. Nations in the original language is the word ethnos or people groups. And so when you have the people groups of government or business or education, mm. we want to disciple them. So ultimately faith begins to transfer and God establishes his will on the earth. And so certainly it's going to get darker, but the church is going to go brighter and brighter. And the Bible says the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. He's going to build his church. Um, so we are going to be successful in what God's called us to do if we'll do it his way. One thing that is uh, humbling and great to realize, like God is doing his thing. He's going to do his thing. He does not need me to do his thing, but it's an amazing blessing that he allows me to be a part of it if I submit to him. I get to be a part of building his kingdom. No doubt. If I if I let him be the Lord of my life. No doubt. And and too, really, as you really begin to practice obedience, I tell people all the time, you know, you only practice what you want to get good at. And so mm. God doesn't care about your performance. He cares about your practice. And as you practice obedience, what happens is you arrive at every kingdom connection, divine appointment, and open door he has for you. It's effortless from that perspective. And so your goal is really just to know, what is God saying in this season? What do I need to make my priority? And I need to honor the Lord. Um, and your whole life begins to change in a very dramatic way. And so people, places, things begin to show up in your life. Um, and it's, it's a very fulfilling way to live. Um, as you know, you are really pursuing and achieving you know, God's best for your life. Earlier, you mentioned that you, you want to help facilitate the convergence in people's lives of the call of God, the, their gifting from God, and the anointing of God. Yes. Break down each of those terms, if you wouldn't mind. Well, in knowing that you know God has called us first to know Him, um, there's a reason you have certain passions and gifts. There's no doubt. And see, here's what's crazy. The Bible says that the gift of God and the call of God are without repentance. So there's people that find their calling and they operate in their gift, but they don't do it with his anointing. Mm. And so they're successful. They're making a bunch of money, but they have no idea what it's like to have God breathe on their calling and gift and do things that they know they're not capable of doing mm -hmm. uh, for his namesake and for his glory. Because we're all really meant to be a part of something greater than ourselves. And we try to find it in clubs. You know, we talk about you got to find your tribe, all these things. That's great. I mean, I'm I'm all about small groups. I, I eat breakfast every Tuesday with a group of guys. Uh, but we're all 
called, whether we realize it or not, to be a part of the body of Christ. And so the gift is there. It's going to operate whether you're living right or not. So a lot of us are very successful in business as Christians, and we think God's pleased with our behavior. Now, he's pleased with us because we're a new creation in Christ. We covered that. But he's not pleased with our behavior if we're not operating, right, according to his plan in this season, and we're not faithful to that. But we think he is because we're successful. We're making a lot of money. And so God is not measuring success by outward results. He's measuring it by inward transformation. And that's important because it's not just about loving like God, being kind like God, being gentle like God, being grace-filled like God. But it's also about him saying, I want you to have my peace. I want Mm -hmm. you to have my joy because you're going to go through the same mess everybody else is going to go through, right? This is, he's going to restore it one day, but it's a challenge right now. There's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulation. And when other people look into our life and they see that peace and that joy, um, that steadiness, that assurance, that's what they're drawn to, Mm. right? It's not just come to God so you can be blessed and dressed and live in excess. If that's your motivation, right, then when it gets difficult and it gets hard, like he promised you in his word, then you're going to draw back, right? And God isn't pleased. Why? Because he's mad at you? No, it's because he wants all of you. It's the one thing that he wants is to dwell within us. You know, he, he, he died to have relationship. And when we shrink back, we, we miss out on the one thing God wants, which is relationship. And so, but he wants to empower us to do unbelievable things. Um, and and we, we miss out on so much that God has for us um, by really misunderstanding who he is and not knowing him. Mm. I say this a lot. We all serve a, a God in the image we've created to an, mm, to an mm, extent. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we need to spend time in the word of God, and it becomes like windshield wiper fluid. It begins to clean the lens in which we view God, and we begin to really see him for who he is. And then naturally we just go all in because we're like, wow, nobody could ever love me like this. Nobody could ever do these things for me. Really, nobody's ever done anything like that for me, which is die for me on the mm-hmm. cross through Christ. So it becomes very powerful. Mm. We got to spend time in His Word and go live what He's called us to do. Absolutely, reading the Word consistently is really what changed my life. Um, there was a businessman that came to the church after I rededicated my life to the Lord for the last time. You know, I felt like I maybe had rededicated my life so many times. I thought maybe my rededicator was broke, uh, but I just decided I was going to get in the Word, and that was a game changer for me. And what I realize is, is when you begin to honor God's word, he'll begin to speak to you. But when you dishonor his word by not spending time in it or disregarding it, then he's not going to speak to you. And God is actually obligated to speak to you because the Bible says faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of Christ. So your faith can't grow if God doesn't speak. But you got to position yourself to hear from God. And the primary way to hear from God is by reading what he's already said through the written word of the Bible. I have a satellite internet and... It's bouncing down. I just have to put my dish facing it. That's it. That's the key. All right, we're going to dive back into this after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. What is the purpose behind what you're doing? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I am your host, Phil Benelli, here with James Gluting, Executive Director of Inspired Performance. And that's fitting because he is an inspiring fella, as you are well aware if you were listening to the first three segments of the show. Uh, James, I think we got a good idea of the, the 
purpose of inspired performance to really help people live out what God has for them in a nutshell. But there's a, another purpose to share that with us. Yes. Yeah, so really the goal of inspired performance as a nonprofit is to be able to uh, plant churches, uh, Bible schools, orphanages, uh, short-term mission trips, humanitarian aid. Um, very passionate about uh, discipleship, not just, you know, the Bible says to make disciples in, in, you know, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth, and to do it all at one time. It's not like, you know, hey, reach Gainesville, and then when Gainesville's saturated, let's move outside of Gainesville to the state of Georgia. It's really um, all at once. Mm. And, and going on a short-term mission trip will absolutely change your life. And I just encourage everybody to make it a bucket list item, you know, whether you're called to be a a missionary or not. But to be honest with you, well, all of us are called to be missionaries to culture. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. Uh, but to experience a short-term mission trip to um, serve, whether it's to to do medical camps or to do um, water filters, giving life, uh, giving, you know, water filters or food or uh, building projects is a amazing experience um, and a very humbling experience. And I just wanted everybody to experience that. But the key is, uh, for us, is to partner with organizations on the ground in nations that have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ before. Very few mission dollars go to reach the unreached. Um, and so we've been to um, Cambodia and India and Nepal. And those nations we're very passionate about because they're very much those Eastern religions and, mm-hmm. and they have a heart to know God. And it's proof because they're very religious, but they haven't actually encountered the revelation of who Jesus Christ is and, and his love. And so um, we also are, of course, are very passionate about building churches and uh, establishing the gospel around the world through the local church, uh, because who better to reach the culture that you're in than the, the people of that culture? And so we want to empower pastors on the ground through discipleship resources. There's a lot of discipleship resources and content that we can offer to pastors in third world nations that can't afford to purchase it. And so we want to be able to produce that content. You know, we have, um, even for people here too, we have a a podcast now we just released. What's the Um, podcast? uh, Podcast is Inspired Performance with James Cluding. Um, And then we also have our YouTube channel. We just launched it. Um, I I just did a uh, short segment. We try to keep them short because people just don't have a lot of time and their attention span is very short as well. We just released a a 10-minute teaching called um, uh, How to Fireproof Your Faith if you're going through the the furnace of affliction right now circumstantially. We did another one called... um, um, God celebrates your weakness. Never allow your weakness mm. to to be an excuse to not do what God's called you to do. I'm kind of the poster child for that. God's always stretching me. So I tell some funny and embarrassing stories that uh, um, that I experienced trying to do God's will. Um, I think will really encourage people. My goal is just to be very vulnerable and transparent. You know, I don't think any people are not looking for for plastic people in pulpits or position of leadership. They just want real, authentic relationships. Mm-hmm. And I love what, um, I think it's the Apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ, basically. And if I blow it, I'll turn around and say, hey, don't do that. You know? Right. <laughs> and uh, my pastor says it like this, you only grow through either mentors or mistakes. Most people just <laughs> don't have an opportunity to have a mentor. So um, that's why I'm so passionate about discipleship. Two things, certainly on the same, that you know, this discipleship and helping people grow vain, but two very different missions, I, I think, as they logistically play out. There's the coaching of individuals, and then there's planting churches and missions. Is there, is there, uh, on, the, on the coaching, 
is there a cost to that that then goes to funding the mission work? There is. Yeah, we do individual. We can do individual sessions. We can do group sessions, um, and you can inquire all about that on the website. There's a whole section on discipleship coaching, um, and then w- you can actually set up a call right on my calendar at a day and time that's convenient for you um, to discuss. You know what your goals are, what you're looking for, what you're trying to accomplish, um, and then you know maybe what you feel like God is you know asking you to do in this season to have somebody come along you come alongside you. And uh, and borrow my faith. You mm. know, I, I know sometimes it's it's very scary to kind of walk out the dream or the plan of God for your life, and you need somebody to come alongside you, and you can that will really kind of prop you up on your leaning side, you know, and encourage you to do what God's called you to do, and and really do the hard things um, that God may be asking you to do to see un believable results. You know, I want to move people from ordinary to extraordinary, Mm. you know, and and let people experience freedom that they've never experienced before. Too many of us, I think, are bound up in private addictions, private sins uh, that are disqualifying us, that are shaming us, that are condemning us, and we're never really able to move outside of that. So discipleship coaching provides an environment for people to get real, to get honest, you know, kind of bring things into the light. I like to say when the light comes on, the roaches scatter. You know, James 5, 16 says, confess your sins one to another, pray for one another, find healing, and begin to kind of break out of, you know, the bondage um, of the past or habitual sins or generational issues, sin tendencies, we would call them, to begin to really walk out the fullness of what God has. But I think a lot of us are in chains privately, mm-hmm. and, uh, and discipleship coaching can help people with that. I love that. Well, I, I would encourage everybody... Come to the breakfast, February 7th, uh, and uh, come meet James and the other folks involved there. If you can't for whatever reason, or if you just can't wait till February 7th, which I get, then go on their website, check it out, give them a call. Um, and what a beautiful thing to be able to provide such, um, just provide for such a need locally, and then be able to leverage that to fund, you know, and, and take care of international and regional missions. That's fantastic. Absolutely. So you've been to India on a mission trip. Yes, yes. Very powerful. Very powerful. These cultures, I mean, it'll, um, it's just, it's incredible to, to witness, again, people's hunger for God. I mean, there's people that are so uh, passionate about a fake, false, idol God that can't save, heal, or deliver, but they just want to know God. You know, and and helping people to encounter the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in some God-forsaken place, but realizing it's not God-forsaken because God sent you there is mm. something that everyone should experience. It is so worth the investment. And to be honest with you, the more of a financial investment I've made in missions, <laughs> the more God has absolutely blessed me financially. Mm. We, we have been, you know, I told you about everything I went through when it comes to losing everything. Mm-hmm. This side of our obedience, God has blessed us beyond anything we could imagine. Um, but we didn't strive for it. <laughs> we just strive to know God and to be faithful um, to, to do what he's asking us to do, sometimes reluctantly, as I've had to drag my flesh along, but I've never, ever one time uh, regretted obeying God. It's, it's, it's brought nothing but greater intimacy with him and greater blessing in my life, uh, greater peace, greater joy, greater contentment, and the plan of God has really just laid out from there, um, and it's been, uh, it's been a great joy to be, to be a part of it. I love it. Uh, on the show, I love hearing from folks running businesses and 
there so is somewhat of a formula for success. I mean, so many people for, for business success, you hear a story about how they were going down a path that they had, were talented in, and they looked and found new ways to serve people with their talents. So then they had the guts to move on that and serve people in a new way with the talents that they had, which is from how God made them. And then a lot of a, a waterfall of different uh, keys to success from there. But there is, in many ways, a formula. All these businesses look different. They're, some of them make speakers. Some of them make, uh, you know, some of them paint. Some of them, all these different things. But there's a formula. And in the same way that there is kind of a formula on how to serve customers and add value in a marketplace, look what it, what we all want of real peace and contentment and to be plugged into purpose that is true because you can find pur- you can find all these different purposes but what people really want is the one true purpose and there's a formula for that you you can you can know the one who made you and created you and designed you and has amazing plans for you and there's actually a manual and there is you can get it for free at the thrift store yeah and you can um, you know and I love that. You know thing. why that is? Because nobody throws out a Bible. That's, That's right. That's proof people fear God. I heard a statistic one day that said the average home has like, I don't know, five or some crazy number of Bibles. It's because they, out. they don't believe in God, but they ain't throwing that Bible <laughs> out just in, case, just in case. James, this was a pleasure. I'd encourage everyone February 7th at the Civic Center and go to inspireperformance.org. Inspireperformance.org. Thank you, James. Thank you, Phil been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses.